Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Well, good morning, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me today. This is Linda Mettler with Mettler Marketing, and I appreciate you listening to my podcast. And today I want to chat with you about something that we have talked about before, but I want I think it's worth talking about again. And I guess the reason it came up is that uh, I was reading the journal of the Colorado Dental Association, and there are some great articles in here on stress and burnout in dentistry. And it really resonated with me um, this month because I recently had a little bit of stress and burnout in my life as well. Not really job related, um, was really something more in my personal life and it was absolutely controllable stress. Uh, but I kind of forgot some of the stress signals and kind of forgot how to cope with some of it and things that I could do to control some of it. So it was really interesting reading these articles. And I want to share some of the highlights with you today and just kind of talk a little more about stress and burnout in your profession because it's, you know, it happens to all of us, but it seems to happen a little more in the dental industry. Um, people don't, you know, dentists do get burnt out. They need support. Um, dentists historically have a higher rate of suicide than people in other professions. And there needs to be more research indicating why exactly that is, but stress and burnout certainly contribute to it. In fact, more than one out of five dentists meet the criteria for moderate clinical depression. That is 20%. That's pretty high. Uh, 67 to 86% of dentists report moderate to severe occupational stress. 86% of dentists reporting occupational stress. That's pretty high. I don't know other professions that have that high of a, of a statistical rate of occupational stress. I'm sure there are some, probably police, firefighters, things like that. But, um, you know, that's that's pretty high. So dentists definitely are up there when it comes to stress and burnout. Um, you know, and I think one of the reasons that could contribute to it is that dentists, you know, you guys are highly educated. You're highly motivated. You are, a lot of you are highly driven and have those perfectionist um, personality traits. Uh, I, I share that with you. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a very much a type A person. Person, I have goals. I have lists every day. I like to accomplish things. Um, you know, and I think um, those of us that have those perfectionist tendencies and those, you know, desire to control things, um, that type A 
we're more likely to burn out. I, I do think that is true. Uh, some other things, you know, in, in the industry um, that I think are kind of sad is that dentists are really 50% less likely to seek help and tend to be a little more introverted and isolated. And that is probably why I want to just chat about this a little more today, because I want to shine a little light on this that, you know, sometimes we think because we are highly educated, we are intelligent people that we can resolve these issues on our own and that we'll be able to work through them and they'll go away. But sometimes that doesn't happen. And things that we can control and do for ourselves, we don't. We have the ability to take time out. We have the ability to get some self-care. We have the ability to get help from other people. But sometimes we just don't do that. And we really need to learn that we should and we can and that we will be better, better professionals. You'll be a better dentist. I'll be better at marketing your practice. If we learn to, you know, see the signs of burnout and stress and we don't let ourselves get to that, you know, that really lost, completely burnt out point. Um, you know, dentists face a lot of unique challenges, you know, in your occupation. You've got, you know, patients that complain, you have, you know, um, certainly have staffing issues these days post-COVID. Certainly COVID created a lot of uncontrollable stress and things you had to deal with. Although we're, we're pretty much entering a, a pretty, pretty good post-COVID stage now where people are back to work, you know, production levels are back up. However, you know, there are still some lingering effects from that that are beyond our control. But how we deal with them is within our control. And we need to make sure that we start recognizing signs of stress, signs of more severe stress that can lead to depression, and early signs of complete burnout before we get there so that we don't just, you know, lose our patients or lose our staff and things like that. So I definitely want to talk about some of that. Um, you know, some of the signs of burnout is, you know, are, are you feeling apathetic? Are you feeling exhausted, emotionally exhausted? I went through that recently. And in a few minutes, I'll tell you why. It was good. It was all good. But I suffered for a couple of weeks from complete emotional exhaustion. And I could have prevented it. I really could have. And again, in a few minutes, I'll tell you why and how. But some other signs of burnout, um, do you feel hopeless or helpless? Uh, do, do you feel like you're just, there's no solution for some of your problems? Um, do you have a lot, lack of energy? That's a big sign of burnout is if you just don't have any energy to go for that walk or do take that run or do that workout that you normally do. Um, are you feeling exhausted all the time at work? Are, you know, are you dreading going to work? That is probably the number one sign. If you are dreading going to work, you are per burnt out or very, very close to it, my friend. And we really want to hopefully prevent getting that far. You know, start looking at some of these warning signs so that if you're feeling, you know, if you're having some self doubt, if you're feeling like, you know, you've lost your passion or you're not making a difference. Um, that's, that's a big sign that you're, you know, 
on your way to burnout and that, that you're, you know, feeling depressed and, and feeling sad. And we want to prevent that. Um, the early stages of these things, I think, are, you know, kind of lower level, right? They're feeling tired um, and not, you know, maybe you're trying to catch up on the weekends, but you're not, you're not, you're, you're not catching up. Um, you know, maybe you're just still creating some of your own stress. And we do that. I do that a lot. I create a lot of my own stress because I let things kind of spin out of control. There's a lot of stress in our lives from, from a lot of things. Certainly your practice is one of them, your patients, managing staff. That can be a huge source of stress and exhaustion. Um, that is kind of one of the COVID things that is still lingering, kind of this post-COVID era, at least in Colorado and Arizona, where I am, where I work in both of those states. I still see staffing as a huge issue that is really tough for everybody, you know, salaries and demands are up, productivity is down, um, everybody wants to work less and get paid more. So that's that's a source of stress for sure. And some of that's controllable, some of that's not. But a lot of our stress is definitely controllable. And the way it's controllable is how we handle it, what we do with it. You know, If you're at all like me, maybe you schedule your time. I schedule all of my time. I live and die by my Google Calendar. So, you know, I schedule my workouts and they usually keep me pretty stress-free. I work, I get up early every morning and I work out before most people get up. I've done a 60 to 90 minute workout. I start at about 5.30 every morning and it really keeps my stress level down and really helps me. And it sets the tone for my day and my week and my productivity. And it really helps me. Now, not everybody wants to get up at 5.30 in the morning and do a workout. Some people don't even like to work out. You have your own form of, you know, self-care, which seems kind of, sounds kind of like a trendy buzzword, right? Self-care. But really what that means is, you know, what do you do for yourself? When do you have your own time to do what you like to do? Maybe it's golf. Maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's playing video games. Maybe it's spending time with your kids. Maybe it's just spending time by yourself, doing nothing, going to the mall, going out to eat, hanging out with your buddies, watching football, whatever that is, that is self-care. And again, I don't, think it really needs to be a trendy buzzword. I just think it needs to be a part of your life is to take care of yourself, to do something for you um, so that you can recharge. And, and you need that probably almost daily. I, I need it daily. I need an hour, hour and a half to myself every single day. So for me, that's my workouts in the morning. Uh, some people it's later in the afternoon. Some people don't need it every day. But Figure out what it means to you and what it is for you. Is it your, you know, Friday nights with your happy hour with your friends, with your girlfriends? Is it Sunday afternoon watching football with your buddies? Is it your daily run? What is that that re-energizes and recharges you and kind of turns off your brain so that your brain can recharge, not just your body, but your brain needs to recharge And that's going to help you a lot with managing your stress. But you've got to figure out what that is. And it's different for everybody. And it doesn't matter what it is. But that's 
That's what we all need to do is make sure that we, we have that in our schedule. If we have to schedule it on our Google calendar, or if we just have to have that hour a day where we check out and take care of ourselves, it's really what it all comes down to as far as managing that stress. We also have to kind of break down and look at all the factors that are causing us stress and break those down and break them out to what can we control and what can we not control. So COVID was certainly an uncontrollable, you know, contributor to a lot of stress the past couple of years. You know, staffing changes, man, a lot of things in managing your business are things beyond your control. A lot of the costs are not in your control, but a lot of things are in your control. So it's really important to sit down. If you're feeling really stressed, sit down and write down the things that are causing you stress. What can you control? What can you do something about? What can't you? And then figure out, hey, what can I do to manage this stress? And am I doing those things? You know, am I working out every day? Am I taking time out for myself, but I'm still feeling stressed or I still have a lack of energy or I really am not happy doing things with my family? Then you know you are a little more than just quote unquote stressed. You might be might be hitting some depression, some mild depression. That's when it's time to ask for help. And it's okay. We all need it sometimes. We all need some help. We all need some outside counsel. That might be going to your mentor. That might be having a heart to heart with your best friend. It might be reaching out to an employee assistance program. It might be reaching out to a therapist. It's different for everybody. But my guess is that you have your own intuition, your own sense and gauge of what it is you need. And I hope that you will turn to, you know, your local dental association or the ADA. Um, There's so many places out there to get help. Uh, Your state health association, you know, um, there's suicide prevention hotline numbers, whatever you need you know, private therapy, counseling, friends, family. I really hope that before you get to that point of burnout and complete exhaustion, that you reach out and get some of that help. And I I hit some of that burnout and exhaustion a couple weeks ago because I have spent the last year planning my wedding, which is a really great thing, something that's completely in, was completely in my control and good stress. And yes, the closer it got, um, really kind of the middle of the summer. I got married uh, August 28th. The middle of the summer, I started kind of feeling some of the stress. I needed to manage my workload. I needed to get this wedding underway. My wedding was a destination wedding, so it was out of town. We had over 105 guests coming. Uh, a lot of people traveling from the East Coast, the South, you know, about six different states. I had lots of things to coordinate and juggle, which I did, you know, flawlessly being the perfectionist that I am and everything went wonderful. Uh, I, I really planned the whole thing myself, but there were two things that I really didn't plan for and I did a really terrible job managing. Number one was I really didn't plan for the extra workload or the extra emotional and um, time workload with my business. 
So my business suffered a little bit um, because I spent a lot of extra hours for about four weeks on all of the wedding. I certainly planned for my, my clients. Nobody suffered. I did not fall, fall down on the job on getting anything done for anybody, but I sort of fell behind on moving some projects forward. So unfortunately, you know, I do have, I do have control of that. So, you know, I can get caught up and get things where I want them to be. Um, I, nothing fell, fell back for my clients, which was great, but personally, my personal goals, my work goals sort of fell backwards a little bit. That was something I could control. But what I didn't do with all this planning was I didn't plan for that extra time. And the other part that I didn't plan well was the whole week of my wedding went great. I went up to Colorado to Telluride five days before the wedding, got things organized, had a day to myself, which was wonderful, much needed. Everything went off without a hitch. But once my fiance, my now husband, got to town with and our, all of our kids and then all of our friends, things, time went in warp speed. We just had one event after the other. When it was all over, I was absolutely exhausted. And what I failed to do was plan for enough time afterwards to recover and recharge. And that's where things got a little crazy for me because for the past, you know, for several days afterwards, I really felt so exhausted and I just had to sleep and take a couple days off from working out and sleep in because I did not plan and give myself time to come down off that high, to recharge and re-energize. Even though it was all 100% positive stress, it was still stress, stress on my body, stress on my mind, stress on my emotions. And I did not plan with all the planning for the wedding and the events and everything I did to make everybody's trip, you know, a success. I forgot to plan my recovery. I absolutely forgot. And I felt so exhausted and so emotionally burnt out afterwards. It took me really about 10 days to recover from a wonderful, wonderful event. So my point is, even though we have different types of stress in our lives, we have uncontrollable stress, we have bad stress, work stress, and then we have positive stress, really great things, you know, great things that happen in our lives with our, you know, us, our kids, our spouses. It's still stress. It's, you know, it's, and and stress is something that affects your body your mind, your spirit. So make sure that you just start incorporating in your daily life a way to re-energize from the bad, the uncontrollable and the controllable stress, the bad and the good, Um, you know, because it has the same effect on you, on your body and your mind. So make sure I just, we've talked about this before, you know, because the suicide rate and the rate of depression in dentistry is so much higher than in other professions. But that almost doesn't matter. Really, whoever you are, whether you're a dentist, a hygienist, another vendor, um, somebody that works in the dental industry, or just a stranger listening to this podcast for some reason, really take care of yourself. Figure out a way in your daily life to recharge and energize. 
and plan for those events that you know are coming, give yourself some extra time, some extra love, some extra care. I did not do that. And I suffered for 10 days to get myself back on track. And I know certainly don't have any sympathy for me. It's not not necessary. It was a super great event in my life, super fun. And I've got everything kind of rolling back on track now. So I'm pretty happy. But again, it was it was stress. Um, and, you know, sometimes we can let those things spin out of control in our minds, right? So I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to ever feel burnt out or depressed or anything like that. So if you ever do, you know, there, I've got some resources with this podcast um, that you can download and places you can reach out to for help. It's really crucial that you do see those early warning signs, reassess what's happening in your life uh, with your business and your personal life. Maybe once a quarter, just take, take a morning and reassess. Give yourself an hour. Say, how are things? Are they on track? How am I feeling? Am I good? What's going on? And do whatever you need to do you know, to stay positive, to stay in that forward motion, to stay happy, to stay healthy. Another article in, in the journal that I looked at addressed work-life balance. And, you know, that, that's been something that a lot of people talk about a lot of time, you know, for years, people have been talking about achieving work-life balance. You're never going to have a 50-50 balance ever. I've tried. It's not possible. You know, as a dentist, you're also a business owner, right? You own your practice. Or if you're an associate, you have a highly vested interest in that practice. You know, that's your life. That's who you are. It's not just your occupation. It's who you are. It's what you do. So you're never going to have a 50-50 balance where you say, well, okay, 50% of my life or my day is at work and 50% of it is at home. And I can just switch on and off. That's not how today's world works. It's not how it ever worked. Um, and it's certainly not how it works now. So keeping that balance means, you know, controlling that, the things that you can control with stress, recognizing what you can control before it becomes too stressful and before you become burnt out or even close to it. You know, I think there's, I think there's steps. That you get. I think you get a little stressed, and then I think you get a little emotionally fatigued, and then I think depression sits it sets in, and then I think there's complete burnout with your job or or your family, not family, but your job or your life emotionally. So I think it's a process. So I guess the key is to recognize those things that are causing you that stress and get the things under control that you can early so that you don't get to that burnout stage. You're never going to have 50-50 balance. There are going to be times where you know, you need to give 100%, you know, in in your job at work for an extended period of time. And then you've got to back off. You've you've got to, you know, balance that with thing with your family, with with your personal life and you know, my my point is that I really think in order to do that, you've got to incorporate something almost daily to give yourself time to recharge. Don't plan your day, you know, don't burn the candle at both ends. Don't plan a 14-hour day three days in a row because then it's going to take you two days to recover. That's not effective. That's not good balance. So 
try not to burn that candle at both ends. Try to just burn it at one end and burn, burn it effectively and productively and happily so that you can have a great practice and a great life uh, because that is what's in your control. All right. Thanks for listening. Um, please see the, the notes um, accompanied with this podcast so that, that if you do need some help or you, know, you, do, you do need to reach out to somebody, I can give you some resources. Hopefully you can get some help. Remember, if you, as I always say, if you want to have a great day, you've got to make it a great day. And hopefully this podcast kind of goes into that a little more and you see a little more what I mean. We, can, we get to build our lives. We get to create our lives. We get to create the kind of you know, profession, the kind of practice you want to have. And it takes a little bit of work and you've got to be recharged and energized and all systems go to be able to do that. So avoid that burnout. Make sure you get the help you need if you need it. Um, and take really good care of yourself. And if you see colleagues that need help too, you know, reach out, reach out to them, you know, let them know that, you know, they've got a friend if they need some help. Okay. And if you need anything from me, feel free to contact me as always. Okay. Take care. Have a great day. Make it a great day. Are you committed to the growth of your practice? Mettler Marketing can help. At Mettler Marketing, we help dental practices gain new patients, increase referrals, and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs. Visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.